And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez. And this is my podcast. So, we have returned. And the question at hand. Well, before we get to that, as I said, I think in the prior podcast, I have now put the podcast on Patreon. So, if you want to support, donate, be a part of the Art of Health Feel free to do so. Everything is always immensely appreciated. And hopefully we can hopefully this will turn into something rather monumental. On the subject of monumental and momentum. That is the subject, that is a question for this podcast. So I have been asked more than once by you guys, how do you create momentum? You do a lot every day. It seems like you talk, you have you write three emails a day. You write articles for your website. You, you know, you're on Twitter a lot. You record these podcasts. Obviously, I share, you know, how the website's growing, how things are progressing. You have momentum. How do you create this kind of momentum? And I'm going to tell you how. And what follows is not. This is not a twelve-step plan. This is not just do these things. But momentum is a product of being. Momentum is a product of is an outcome of. Consequences, an axiom of consequence. If you want an outcome, you have to perform all the actions required for it. So these are in no real particular order, but this is how you create momentum. The first thing, the first axiom, action over everything else. So I don't let anything impede my ability to create and I don't waste time on anything that isn't conductive to creating. This isn't a minimalist lifestyle that I'm speaking of. I'm a maximalist. I'm not a minimalist. I've set up my day, my environment, my external stimuli to keep me in a state of drive almost all the time. I have down points where I relax and recharge. But overall, there's nothing in my environment that is a drain or an energy waste. I keep myself going. I prioritize what am I doing today, not what am I thinking about, what am I doing today. And with that comes mistakes. But like the last podcast I did, you fail a few times at the audio quality. That's all right. If I record 100 podcasts, my average is pretty good. Action. The more you act, the more you do, the better you get at doing. So that's number one, action over everything. Number two, number two, number two axiom, proficiency. If you want to have great purpose, you must have proficiency. So I've been a personal trainer for eight years. Even prior to that, I spent years from when I first started lifting, studying health, studying exercise, studying the body. I've always been a student of whatever it is that I'm doing. Always. So my aptitude for health, for diet, for nutrition, for these social psychological attitudes, for these diverse subjects, this is neither by luck nor random chance. This is with purpose. This is intention. I put practical, purposeful study and application to these subjects, and I practice them in my life. I've been a student of everyone I've ever met and every experience I've ever had. 
So I will not say that I'm the greatest in the world ever at what I do, but I am good at it. I am proficient at it. And that is because I have spent the time practicing and studying for that. When you are a constant student, it is very difficult not to improve, not to become good at something. And with that, number three, axiom. Mindset. Your actions are a reflection of your mentality to do them. Now, I am not a perfectionist. Because perfection slows you down. Nothing is ever perfect. I conceptualize myself as an unstoppable force. That is my mindset. That may sound lame, but it works. I don't give a fuck. I've entrained my mental state to always be able to hit a state of flow very readily, to move when I don't feel like, to write when I, when I don't feel like, to go lift when I don't feel like, to do when I do not feel like doing. So my mindset is something that I constantly push to the edge all the time. I do what's uncomfortable. I find what's uncomfortable. I ask people, what do you think my weaknesses are? And then I set out to fix them. Or I ask people what my strengths are, and I start to get stronger at them. My mindset is one of constant evolution, and that keeps everything going. Number four, I don't care about failure. I give zero fucks about failure. Like I said prior, it doesn't work, it didn't work, that didn't work. Do it a thousand more times. There. It will, it will work. Problem solved. If I improve 1% from time zero, if I, if I improve 1% from the first time to the 100th time, at 100, I've got it down to an absolute science. I'm at the cutting edge. Fuck failure. It does not matter. It does not matter. Unless I am dead or I've been eaten alive by something, I don't care if I screw up on any given day. Because I'm going to do it a hundred more times over the course of the next one, two, three, however many days. Does not matter. Number five, axiom of momentum. Energy. To create energy, you must become energy. I get feedback on everything that I create 24-7. That's why I'm recording this podcast. That's why I am trying to improve the audio quality. I get feedback on everything. I get feedback on the podcasts, on the emails, on the posts, on the tweets, on the articles, on the products products that I write. I write about those questions. I write the questions on the questions that I get. I ask myself my own questions when people ask me questions. Then I go create. I write some more. I edit some more. I get more ideas. All of my productivity exists in feedback loops. There is no loss of energy anywhere where I do something and nothing comes out of it. It's all self-sustaining. Me re-recording this right now, I had to learn a few more skills to learn how to do this with a different program. Great. So that means what I did and what I screwed up at taught me something more about how I could do it better. So now I'm doing it. Energy is needed to create energy. You cannot create energy out of a vacuum. If you want anything in life to happen, you have to make something move. Number six, axiom of momentum. Vision, or belief you could call this. I don't doubt what I'm doing. I don't question myself. Can I really do this? I don't know if I can. 
I don't care. I don't think about that. That is not within my mental space at all. Is that arrogant? Okay. Is it narcissistic? Okay. Is it full of myself? Okay. Fucks I give on this? Zero. Zero fucks. If you don't believe in what you are doing, you are absolutely fucked. Because if you don't believe in it, nobody else is going to do that for you. Either you have belief or you don't. Pick one. And I can tell you which one is going to give you the outcome that you want. Number seven, axiom of momentum. You have to be giving it all away all the time. You have to always be flowing. It has to be flowing out of you. And this is about gratitude. If you have something of value for people, if you've, you have the ability to create solutions, if you have the ability to learn, if you have the ability to serve, if nothing else, do so. Share what you have. Get it to as many people as possible, as much as possible. 99% of the content I put out is free. This podcast is free. The email list is free. The information I put out is free. You know, the biggest expense someone could pay for is yeah, if you want to hire me personally in person. But otherwise, everything is at a bargain. And how can that be? How could how could one do that? How can a company create? How can any company create products and sell them so cheap? Because if you do as much as you can for as many people as you can, you make up the difference. And you scale it. Could I create more than I do right now? Maybe. But if I do, I know it's only going to grow. So my efforts are going to be, you know, my, or my outcomes will be exponential to my efforts. If you want something to grow at a geometric rate, you cannot do so on a mindset of selfishness. You have to be grateful. You have to share. Number, what, eight axiom of momentum? Patience. I am the best in the world at what I do. That is what I tell myself. Again, if it's arrogant, oh well. But I have to believe that, otherwise why am I doing this for what point? Why would I devote myself to something if I cannot be the best at it? But with that comes patience. Because that means I have to work at everything to get to that point. I need to work past the point that most people think it's not worth it to work. In 10 years to become a, you know, I guess fast-rising success, in quotes, that's pretty damn good. I've always played the long game. When I started in the fitness industry, I didn't plan on doing this for very long. I didn't plan really on doing it, period. But I put enough time into it that it seemed inopportune to quit when I'd gotten good at it. So I went from shit, shit to suck to okay to good. And then at a certain point between getting being shitty and being okay, I realized, you know, I've been doing this for two and a half, three, four years now. I think I'm going to keep doing this. I think something lies within this that will make it worthwhile. But that required patience. That required a lot of patience. You have to be patient. And if you're working and doing and acting and taking action, creating, your patience will be worthwhile. And you must be mindful that patience and waiting are not the same things. Nothing happens by waiting. A lot can happen by being patient. With patience comes the ninth axiom. If you want to create momentum, you have to learn and study how to create momentum. So I sort of said this already, but 
I've taught myself how to learn. I've taught myself how to learn faster. I've studied how to, to learn. I've studied how to teach. Everything I read then improves me because I've addressed my own perceptions of the world and how I learn and how I can broaden them. I can see from multiple frames. I'm not limited by one way of understanding. How many people ever question their beliefs? How many people ever question what they think they know? How many people ever question their deeply rooted, deeply set, this is how I think the world works, principles of life? Most people don't. Most people, their pride prevents them from ever admitting they're wrong about anything that they feel strongly about. And that gets in the way of learning. If you want to learn, you want to learn fast, and you want to learn in such ways to make yourself capable, you have to let go of being right. Rightness is a path to ignorance. Ignorance. Admitted ignorance. Admit, admission that you don't know everything, that you can learn different ways. That is a path to knowledge. So if you study epistemology or pedagogy or ontology, if you study these broader subjects, these are not things that are complicated in a way, oh, they're not complicated in a way where I could say the average person could never understand them. But they require you to back up your beliefs a bit, and most people cannot do that. Most people don't want to learn anything. They just want to hear and be told things that reinforce what they already think. So you have to, again, again, you have to always, always be a student. And being a student means there's always something else that could make you better and improve you. Which means that you're not that good in the even time right now. So with that said, my reality then, it's always constant growth. Because everything I do, everything I read, again, the feedback loops, it's always making me better. Number 10, axiom of momentum. Number 10, zealotry. You have to be a zealot of yourself. So this, I already said this already. If you don't believe in yourself, you are fucked. There's nothing I believe in more than myself. And I believe that puts me in alignment with God. If you're a person of faith, I believe that that self-belief, that that righteous commitment to self-improvement, to helping oneself, that puts me in alignment with a mission that will succeed. Unrelenting faith over time, it does compound itself. Unrelenting faith becomes geometric in what it can do for you, provided you're taking action on it. You might not agree or believe or dismiss that entirely, but it's working. So, you know, as I say often, go fuck yourself. If it's working, if what you're doing is working for you, keep doing it. If what you're doing is not working and your self-doubt plagues you, maybe you need a little bit of faith, whether that be religious or humanistic. Maybe you need some faith in yourself. My life is a testament to my mindset and how I live, and I love my life. Can you say the same thing for your own? Hopefully you can. I, I hope that you can. But if you can't, you need to address that. Number 11, axiom of momentum. Gratitude. So I already said this. I already said about giving back. But gratitude, gratitude as a principle, as a quality. The more I do, the more happens. And the more I do and the more happens, the more people I know. And the more people I know, the more I can give to people. And I love that. So why would I want to stop? 
if you have gratitude and you are doing something for people that is fulfilling, and it's fulfilling them, it's fulfilling you, why would you stop? Again, selfishness is not a path to momentum. You cannot think, you cannot believe that you can hold on and keep energy to yourself and then expect the ball to roll forwards. You have to have gratitude. You have to be always, always, always giving, moving, and receiving. You can't receive without giving. Just as, just as you can't give without having something to give. You have to have gratitude. Number 12, self-discipline. Self-discipline, because chaos is creative energy. Order is constructive energy. Order is discipline. Creativity is chaos. I practice discipline in all things. I practice order in all things. In order, in that I might harness and use chaos in order so that I, mo I might use creativity. I practice order in all things in order to harness and use chaos. Chaos and order. Those are the two fundamental balances of the universe. So that was... What was that? Number 12? Number 13. Number 13 axioms of momentum. Action equals work. That is something that is that simple. If you're taking action, you are working at something. And this is not, this is not a statement on working harder or working smarter or working smarter and harder or working more efficiently or delegation or tiring yourself out because the work must be done or hustling. It's just action equals work. Everything that you will ever do will start from zero. If you can't handle that, you will never do anything. Everything starts from zero. Everything starts from action. Everything starts with beginning beginning to work on something. Next one, and I don't know whether this is 13 or 14, but it's a fun one. Eat clean, live lean, train mean. It is exactly what it says. Keep your body healthy with what you put into it. Keep your lifestyle healthy and free of extraneous bullshit. Train so that your body is healthy and that your mind is healthy and that you have your health to support what you're doing. Train mean. Train with focus. That is, physicality equals mentality and vice versa. Eat clean, live lean, train mean. That will give you the bastion, bastion of health, of creative energy to do whatever it is you want to do. And the last thing, this may be 15, this may be 14, but the last thing, the axiom of momentum. 1% is greater than 99%. I take an oppositional perspective of history. If you consider that what if you consider that what people are raised believing leads them to live normal lives. If you consider that 99% of recorded history and what society 
is led to believe leads people to live normal lives, then if you want to be exceptional, your perception of history, your perception of how to live in society, your perception of what you should do, your perception of what actions to take, they should be not what the 99% of people believe, but what the 1% of people believe. They should, be, they should be what the common person does not believe. So you ask yourself those questions. What do regular people do? What does society do? What do the masses do? What do people believe? What are we raised and told is conventional? What does the 99% follow? And then you follow none of those things. You live by the rules, by the rule of the few. The masses may make up history, but history, the way we learn history, it is decided and created and shaped and defined by very, very few people, truly, who make monument, who make monumental, who make history changing, who make civilization changing, who make these landmark decisions. We learn history because we learn about people. And we look up to people. We do not look up to masses. 1% is greater than 99%. So what do regular people do? And then don't do any of that. What do regular people believe? Don't believe any of that. Rule the few. So with all this said, these are my axioms of momentum. This is what I believe, what I follow, what I practice to always be in a state of doing every day. You can make use of some of it. You can make use of all of it. You can make use of none of it. But remember, the, defini the, the, defini the definition of in itself. Remember the definition of an in itself, of momentum, is energy in motion. Something has to be moving. Something has to be going. Do not expect to get without moving. Do not expect to create without moving. Do not expect to receive without giving. Something has to happen first. Everything starts from zero. And that starts with yourself. So, take it that way you will. Until next time, I will talk to you guys again. Good luck.